0: What is going on friends, thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus.
1: Hey guys, it's good to be with you. Cloud with you here and Keely, what's up?
0: Hello, how are you guys?
1: (laughs) Good to see you. just spur of the moment, Keely's about to leave for a trip, and we were in the office. We share office together, and it was like, "Hey, your podcast is oh oh. We let's just go ahead and yeah. record it." And so this is spur of the moment full disclosure, and it's probably not the best audio quality that I would prefer, but hopefully you, you guys are cool with that, right? Like yeah. okay, so we're uh, we're ta- we're in this middle of the race to life series. Now I know a lot of you guys who listen to this podcast are like, okay, cool. I know what this is my test. You're giving your testimony. Right. And so when we're recording this, this is, you know, before a lot of this has happened, but you know, if you're listening to this Easter's already happened, we've already had raised to life weekend. We've had the raised to life celebration. And if you've been listening all week to these podcasts, you've heard all the staff giving their story about when they were raised to life. And so Keely and I were talking about, you know, it's her time to give her story. And we were like, Hey, let's just, let's just have this conversation with you, the audience, and, and just kind of diffuse. You've been hearing all these stories all week and you're like, that, that's kind of weird. And I don't even know what my, like, what's my story? And to kind of diffuse that and to just give you an opportunity to say like, look, you know, it's, it's okay if you don't have a story. Now's the time to take that next step. And so Keely, you know, her story as she's about to give it, it's just a, uh, just one example of how God calls us to life. It's a, it's a race to life. And so Keely, I'm going to turn it over to you and you can give kind of your backstory and when you got saved.
0: Okay, so one of the things that Cloud and I were talking about in this podcast specifically is um, if you don't know what your story looks like, I'm just going to kind of break it down to what my life looked like before I I got saved, before God completely changed my life. Um, As a child, I uh, didn't necessarily grow up in church. Um, I went to a daycare that was out of church. I went to the VBS. I still know the ABC song from like, I don't even know what year that was. Um, What's ABC, Keely? A, admit, B, believe, C, commit. I would sing it for you, but I do not have Pam's (laughs) vocals. So, um, and I kind of butcher the words a little bit, but, um, so, you know, I went to church on Easter, had my Easter dress, and my matching bow, took the pictures in front of the cross, covered in the flowers outside, you know, the whole nine yards. <laughs> um, but I would say that I did not, maybe more as a younger elementary age, like went more. Um, but really in middle school and high school, um, I did not. And so as I was growing up, um, my dad he left at a really young age. I was like four years old, I mm-hmm. think. Um, and so that was really, uh, a, a big part of the why in my story. Um, I think that not having him in my life, um, I really searched for my identity in other things. Um, in high school and really in middle school too, I had, You know, I I really searched for my identity in boys. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a really serious boyfriend that, um, that is where I put this is who I am, and when that ended, I went to college and I joined a sorority, which I loved so much, but I really found my identity in my friendships and this is who Keeley is. And so it's like uh,
1: a horizontal aspect of your life. Yeah. All these other
0: people. Yeah. Yeah. Really people being what completed me Mm -hmm. or where, who I found my identity in. And, um, and then I would say probably, I think it was the end of my sophomore year of college. Uh, I hit rock bottom. I, continue just to live in sin and put myself in situation after situation that just wasn't really smart. And, um, I hit, and I, I, I came to a point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I randomly Googled this counseling center in my hometown and I went there and I just kind of told them what happened. And they said, I didn't know it was a Christian place. I literally just like showed up. And the girl said, she asked me, she said, what is your relationship like with the Lord? And I said, well, I don't have one. Mm. And up until this point, I would have said, you know, I know God. Um, I know, A, admit, B, believe, C, <laughs> commit. Jesus died on the cross for me. I knew all these things. It's like intellectual. Yeah. Um, but there had never been a point where I think I really stepped into a relationship with him. And, uh, so from there, literally that same week, my best friend from high school invited me to go to his church. And so I was like, yes, like this, she asked me what my relationship was like with Jesus. I don't have one. I'm going to go to church. And so that was really the first step I took in, uh, really understanding God And so I went for about six months, and then uh, there was just one Sunday, there was a guest speaker there, and he just had, he really laid out the gospel in a really unique way that I understood. And he had an invitation at the end of the service, and I stood up. It was a church. I mean, it was there were probably three thousand people in this this congregation, Whoa. and I stood up and I was like, I need Jesus. Like I've been missing this, um, and so I went to went forward to like the next steps area at that church, and I prayed with a counselor, and they gave me some resources. I left. I was like, yes. Like I like this is gonna begin my journey. Um, I just felt different. Like I yeah. I knew like I made a choice to make God the center of my life. But with that, I didn't know how to do it. Mm. And so it really was over the course of two years um, that I just, I had, there was no discipleship process in that.
1: So at that point in time, like you, you told me, you know, we were talking earlier mm-hmm. and it was like, you had these horizontal relationships and mm-hmm. like be nice to people and that kind of thing. But yeah. then at this, this altar call, as mm-hmm. it were, you know, that's the moment where it's like Keely Mascarina mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. raised, like yeah. you were dead and yeah. now you're alive. Like, yeah. You know,
0: there was new life in me. Yeah. Um, but cloud, as much as I would love to say, like my life looked different, I felt convicted but I didn't really have guidance on Mm. what that looked like. What's next? Yeah, like how, like I didn't know what the next steps were. And so I I sought out opportunities to figure it out, but I was alone. Like Mm. I just felt alone. And uh, so it wasn't until two years later I went on this college retreat with my cousin and uh, the college pastor Bobby Gorley and his wife Toya, uh, they just met me where I was, and um, they just really helped me understand God in a whole new way and community. Mm. And so um, that's really when I the discipleship process began for me, and I got plugged in at New Vision, the college ministry here. When the summer ended, and uh, that's when I I really truly understood. God's word. And it, it began to um, change my life. Like
1: totally transformed. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I, I talked to Brian O and the college pastor at the time. And I said, Hey, I got saved and I'm learning all of this stuff. And I think I need to be baptized because he was talking about baptism. And so we talked through it and I got baptized on a Tuesday night and in front of all these people I didn't know and it was just really cool and that just felt like the best next step for me because I had made this decision to to follow Jesus. I went 2 years not really knowing what that meant or how, but um in this at this time I got to tell everyone in that room and my friends that came to watch, "Hey, like I I'm a Christ follower. I, I was dead in my sin. These sins had just held me down. And I, I laid it all at his feet. And I said, God, like change my life, change my heart. And the baptism was just the next step for me to to tell everyone mm. that and to make that decision public. And so from there, God continued to um, put people in my life through small group and mentors and just different people in my life um, to help guide me on the next steps in my faith journey. Uh, I was willing to take those steps, and these people were willing to, to help me and to guide me along the way. Um, and one of the things that the college pastor, Brian, had said and talked so much about was small groups. And I was like, okay, like I, I need community. I I learned from Bobby and Toya and that college ministry that community is so important. And so I signed up to go to a small group. I got there and everyone knew different Bible verses and <laughs> we're singing. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know anything. And that's okay. Like you show up to church, not knowing anything, you show up to a small group. And small group is where life happens. And that's where you can really have a chance to grow. And so um, from there, they they taught me my very first Bible verse. Nice. And that was Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. And if you have your Bible, your iPhone, um, the NIV version says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, and plans to give you hope and a future. And so, um, that I got baptized, I think it was 2011, November, 2011. And, uh, this verse since then, since I joined that small group has continued to play a pivotal part in my life. And it's just really, um, to me now looking back, it it's, it shows the importance of knowing scripture and understanding it. But, also, the importance of community to help mm. you really understand what God's word says and what it means, and so.
1: So there's that horizontal aspect again. You, you didn't. You had the horizontal, not the vertical. Then you got yeah. the vertical. And it's like, oh, now yeah. it's it's both. Yeah. God uses that in our lives. For,
0: yeah, and you know, all these years of not knowing what my purpose was, this verse was so instrumental in, in the reassurance that I don't have to know the plan and I don't have to have all the answers on my purpose, um, but God's Word has taught me that He has a plan and He has a purpose. And really my purpose here on earth is to to love Him and love people. And um, He Perfect. opened doors for me to really do that. And through coming on staff at New Vision as working alongside of the college ministry and then later moving to the Dominican for a couple years as a missionary, um, he he used his word to guide me and to show me that, you know, as much as we want all the answers, um, we don't have to have them mm-hmm. because he does, and so our job is just to walk in obedience and, and so trust him. yeah, and to to trust him along the way, um, so. Yeah. That's my story. I don't know if you
1: have any questions. Yeah. Well, Keely and I were talking before. I'm like, let's just record this, you know? And so I've enjoyed talking with you. Hope you all have as well. Um, What are some next? Well, first, I mean, Keely, there's so much more to her story, you know, got hired on staff when you're you're intimidated and it's like you're a missionary and you met your husband. There's all this stuff and we, we don't have the time for, but just showing you like, you know, and when we are raised to life, like, that's just one next step that God has us on a journey of how he's reconciling us to himself mm-hmm. and, and saving a people for himself. Mm-hmm. That's not only our story, but that's other people's story. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you your life served mm-hmm. to, you know, to show that off. Mm-hmm. And other people could be with God, too. So yeah. so that's an encouragement to you guys. You know, you've heard, maybe you've heard this multiple times. You're like, yeah, cloud, like, okay, this is my story. It's like, let's move on you know, but that's an encouragement to you. Like use your story in someone else's lives. So that's what God is doing in your life. That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's the great commission. Like you said, go. Yeah. But if you don't have a story, what are some next steps that people can take?
0: Yeah. So I think that when we come to church, we think we have to have it all together. And, and sometimes I think we think going to church is enough. Mm. Um, but I, you know, you'll hear it from the stage every single week is being a small group. And I think that is one of the best next steps you can take. And you're like, well, I don't really know how to do that. Um, We have the next steps room. I'm there every Sunday. I have some really awesome friends that are there every Sunday and to walk with you, to maybe help you join a small group, um, find community to teach you what God's word really means um, in a way that you don't have to feel embarrassed because, um, I didn't know, and that small group helped me. And yeah,
1: and guys like Keely is like one of the least intimidating people. If she's up there and you're like super welcoming, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I'm going to go talk to Keely. Oh, so. well.
0: <laughs> well, I would love to meet you, but um, yeah. And that's so,
1: Sundays on campus yeah, here at Battlefield, and yeah. Buchanan has that as well. Yeah,
0: Buchanan has it as well. Um, But yeah, joining a small group, membership, baptism.
1: All those next steps.
0: Yeah, those are all next steps that we would just love to help walk with you through, so
1: also, I have the, the Next Steps phone. If you, if that intimidates you and you're like, uh, well, I don't really want to go up in, in front. And the world's different now, especially after the pandemic, but you can text. I mean, yeah. seriously, you can text. I got email the other day, but there's the Next Steps phone. You can talk to a pastor. And someone has that almost every, every day every of the day, week. Yeah, yeah from 20... like 6 a.m. to 10, 10 p.m. Yeah, and so that number is 615-981-0571. 615-981-0571. I, I feel like I just gave a commercial. Yeah, it's a commercial. <laughs> 615-981-0571. <Yeah>. Great commercial.
0: <laughs> anyways, anyways,
1: guys, thank you so much for joining us. I enjoyed talking with you, Keely. Yeah, thanks for having me. And hopefully this encouraged you to, to tell your story. You've got a story, and if you don't have one, there's a next step that you can take. Stay tuned tomorrow. Nick's going to wrap us up for this year's Race to Life Stories on the New Vision Podcast, and we'll see you then.